Episode 43 is with Chris Wilkie. This episode definitely touches home as I've known Chris since I was super little when he played for my dad in Tri-City in the USHL. I love this episode, but what's even better about it is that one of Chris's best friends, Van Barr, has his music in it, thanks to Van, who's now under the music scene as Van BXRR, for letting me use his music in this episode. Check him out on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, wherever you can find it. Enjoy. How's it going, everyone? My name is Lucas Halton here from the Hockey with LG podcast. And today, I'm proud to be joined by Chris Wilkie. Chris is now playing in the DEL in Germany. Chris, thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me on. It's been a while since, uh, since we last saw each other in Kearney. Yeah, thank you. Now, getting into um, your USHL days, you obviously played with the Tri-City Storm. Tell us about your experience there. Yeah, it was good. Um, came into, got into Tri-City, I think I was 17. Um, we had a slow start, and then uh, your dad, as you know, kind of came in and, and whipped us into shape. And um, No, it was great. Kearney is a small town, but um, everyone was really close, so it was a fun community. And um, our second year, we had a pretty good team, so it was fun. And um, it's nice to, uh, to stay in touch with everybody there, even though it's been, uh, been a while. In the USHO, um, before you went to Kearney, you represented your country with the development program. How was that? It was good. It was obviously awesome to, to represent your country. And um, I learned a lot being young. Uh, like uh, We were all 16 and kind of coming in, and you learn how to, how to almost be a pro right away. And um, they have a pretty strict program there that, that kind of gets you uh, – it gets you ready for the next level. So, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed my time there and then, um, just decided it was, it was better for me to move on and, and go to Kearney, um, for the next years after. Obviously throughout your whole time in the USHL, um, big thing on your mind was colleges. The recruitment process is huge. Um, what was that like getting recruited by colleges and how were you able to stay focused on your game? Yeah. Um, I think, I started the recruitment process pretty early. I think I was like 14 or 15. Um, and uh, I just talked to a couple schools and um, North Dakota was the first one that I had visited um, that year when I was in midgets and um, kind of just fell in love with it. Obviously unbelievable rink and facilities and um, they were my first offer. And I, and I took that and um, I went in there for two years after Kearney, but um, no, obviously when you're young and, it's exciting to be recruited uh, by colleges. And um, I mean, I think once you get to junior two, that everyone's, everyone's so good and you kind of have to be focused. Otherwise you're not going to get anywhere. Um, Cause the guys that, that get their commitments and, and kind of take a step back are the ones that they get pushed down pretty quick. So um, it's pretty easy to, to realize that, that you can't take a breath and you need to, and you need to stay focused on, on your season. How did you make that adjustment out of Tri-City getting into North Dakota, obviously freshly um, after getting drafted to Florida? Tell us all about that. Yeah, um, I think they do a good job there of bringing in the freshmen for for the summer, um, summer before your freshman year starts. So I was there for six weeks, kind of just getting to know uh, the guys and, and how the program works and um 
yeah, it was a, it's, it's a pretty big jump from the USHL to college. Obviously guys are much older and stronger and faster, but, um, you kind of, you kind of catch up pretty quick. Otherwise you get left behind. And, um, I mean, if you look at that roster, we had a pretty unbelievable team that freshman year when we won it, won the national championship. Um, so it was just a fun year and, and kind of just learned a lot from, from all the great players we had on that team. You're talking about winning a national championship. Um, tell us about what was so special um, between that team that made it happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, just up and down that roster, we had some unbelievable players. I don't know how many guys are in the NHL right now, probably at least five or six. And um, I mean, being a young guy as a freshman there, um, we weren't going to play a ton um, besides Brock Besser, who's, who's a pretty good player, but uh, no, he just kind of, you kind of just sit back and enjoy, enjoy watching those guys and watching them compete every day and, and how focused they were um, kind of just felt like we, we knew we were going to win with the guys we had and, um, and just, I mean, they just had so much confidence that, that we were going to get it done that year. Obviously, as I mentioned earlier, you got drafted to Florida. Tell us about your NHL draft experience. Yeah, um, no, it was pretty funny, actually. I hadn't uh, I hadn't really talked to Florida before. I talked to a few other teams that, that I kind of thought I was going to go to in the middle to later rounds. And um, I think it got to like the once it got to the sixth round, I, I kind of gave up watching the computer and um, I was in the shower and my my agent called me. Uh, he was like, did you see, like, you just got picked by Florida. I was like, Oh no, <laughs> I didn't know at all. So, um, it was kind of funny how I stopped watching it and, and it kind of happened, but obviously really exciting. Um, it's a moment that, that everyone dreams of. And, um, it was a pretty quick turnaround. I think I flew out to, to Florida for development camp, like maybe less than 24 hours later. So, um, it's kind of a whirlwind, but, uh, it was obviously very exciting and, and one of the, one of the prouder moments of my career for sure. If you're flying out to anywhere, that's where you want to fly out to. Yeah. You must have been pretty excited when having fly out there. Yeah, no, it's obviously a great place. Um, I mean, I think we spent most of the development camp outside or on the beach or, or doing whatever. They do a pretty good job of of kind of letting you enjoy the, the development camps and, and not making it too stressful because obviously no one's no one's making the team in, in July when, when they hold the development camp. So um, that was really fun. And obviously it's always nice to – to think you're going to a spot with, with unbelievable weather as opposed to, to some other places. You transferred from North Dakota to Colorado College. Tell us about why you made your decision. Um, I think it was, it was kind of a mix of things. I think um, my sophomore year, I, I didn't really have the year that, that I had hoped for. Um, and I wasn't playing as much as, as I wanted to, just multiple factors. I wasn't playing well. and, and uh, coaches obviously knew that too. And, um, I think it was, it's always nice to have a fresh start. Sometimes, uh, I had developed a pretty good relationship with Mike Haviland, who was the head coach there at the time. And, uh, just thought that, that a new opportunity would be for me would be good. And, um, I mean, obviously North Dakota is always stacked, um, with guys and you can kind of get pushed down pretty quick because it's, it's very competitive. And, um, I wanted to go somewhere where I would kind of have an opportunity to, to showcase myself and, and prepare for the next level. You obviously had lots of success in Colorado. How did you kind of adjust into that new environment? Yeah, I think um, it it's beautiful in, in Colorado Springs. Uh, obviously, a big difference than uh, than the winters in North Dakota. So 
Um, I mean, it's pretty easy to be, to be pretty happy all the time when, when it's sunny and, and 80 degrees for most of the year. And, um, it's an awesome school an awesome environment. And I think the guys there brought me in right away. Um, my red shirt year, I was, I was still really involved with the team and that helped and sitting back and, and kind of being able to watch for a year and decompress, um, was kind of nice for me just as a reset. And then by the time I could, I could finally play again the next year, I was just really excited to get going and, um, cause it's never fun to sit out for a whole year. So, um, I think I just kind of had a renewed, renewed excitement and, and joy for, for hockey and, and the opportunities ahead. Your brother was in Colorado. How was that joining him? He actually, he was committed there before me. Um, so we kind of had that relationship as a family with the coaching staff. And, uh, he had a, I think like my junior year, he had a, ended up breaking his neck in junior when he was in, in the North American league. Um, so he never ended up going in with me, um, into CC. So, so part of the reason that I, that I transferred there was to play with him and it never worked out, but, um, I mean, everything kind of happens for a reason. And he's, uh, he's at Lindenwood university now. I think he just moved in yesterday. So, um, yeah, I think at first I was really excited to play with him and then, uh, <laughs> Things don't always work out with injuries yeah. and stuff, but um, no, he's doing well. So now, speaking on your pro aspect, obviously you didn't really develop too much through Florida's farm team. Then you ended up playing in Rockford. Um, how was that? Just facing the adversity of not playing in Florida system at first. Yeah, um, Florida traded me to Ottawa at first, my senior year. And then uh, things just didn't work out contract-wise with Ottawa, so I ended up signing with Rockford. Um, and my first year pro was the COVID year, so I think we didn't even start until February. So that was kind of tough to just be sitting at home for for nine months. Uh, like obviously, adversity. Everybody faced a ton of adversity in that in that first COVID year. Um, so just a lot of waiting around, never really knowing when we were going to start or what was going to happen. But um, it was it was really exciting once we finally got that call that we were going to start. Uh, and finally start my, my first year pro. And, um, it was definitely a different year than, than I would have ever imagined my first year pro being, uh, with no fans and not being able to do much outside of the rink or being at home. But, um, no, I learned a lot. I mean, Chicago does a great job of, of developing the prospects down in Rockford. And, um, I've definitely learned a lot there moving forward. You went over and played for Belleville. Um, obviously in Ottawa's frame system. Uh, what was that like playing for Belleville, um, a smaller community? Obviously couldn't really get that connection of fans, but what was that like being down in Canada? Yeah, that was uh, that was my first first time playing in Canada, so it was pretty cool to, to see how, how much they love hockey up there. Um, and Belleville's a, a small community, like you said, but they kind of embraced the the team um there's not much else there so um no it was fun it's uh definitely a different environment than being in a place like like chicago system being in belleville but uh we had an unbelievable group of guys there and the coaching staff they have there is great and um kind of the same way as chicago they they put a lot of effort into into developing the guys down in the american hockey league and um there's just always there's always new things to learn with with whatever development coaches are there every day and um moving forward they just it's kind of a lot of things that you can take take with you going forward uh, as you move on in your pro career obviously t- 
talking about moving on in your pro career, um, what made you make the decision to move on from the HL and pursue your career overseas? Yeah, I think just just opportunity. Um, I had always heard a lot about about how great um, the DEL was over here in Germany. Uh, so many people come over here and and fall in love with it, and and I can already see why I've been here almost three weeks now, and and it's been amazing that the culture and and the hockey and the fans are absolutely insane. So that makes it a lot of fun, and um, it's just it's been it's been nice to kind of get the to see the other side of it too. I think I wanted to to come over here and, and experience, experience new things and, um, kind of see where, where this could take me going forward. So, um, no, like I said, I've, I've been incredibly happy since I came over and, um, kind of just took, took one of the first offers I got to and jumped on that to come over here. And, and I didn't really want to wait around with, with the American league being, being pretty loaded, like it always is. And, um, it's always tough as a guy being on an American league contract, because obviously they want to, develop some of their draft picks um, as opposed to the, the minor league contracts. So um, no, I think this was just a better opportunity for me. And um, so far it's been great. And I'm, I'm really happy with my decision. Did you find it a little weird at first hopping on the bigger ice surface? Um, how was that? Yeah. I, well, I was, I think the week that I was moving here, I was pretty stressed out. Like first time moving to Europe, felt like I had so much, so many things to do and to prepare to come and, um, it was kind of a tough week just saying bye to everyone and, and stressing about what was going to happen over here. But um, no, ever since I landed, everyone's been incredibly, incredibly opening with me and, and bringing me in and kind of helping me out. And um, I mean, everyone's going to struggle a little bit their first year in Europe, just trying to get adjusted to, I mean, not only being in a whole different country, but the hockey, like you said, um, we actually played on a, we played on a big sheet in, in college. So I kind of knew what to expect a little bit from that, from that aspect, but um, it is nice. It's nice having a little more space out there as opposed to uh, some of the smaller rinks in North America. Yeah, for sure. And um, finally wrapping up, what are your goals for the season? Do you have, I think, I think just obviously first and foremost, I want to help, help the team win. Um, It's only their second year in the DEL and, and they want to stay in, in the top league. And that's been kind of the goal that, that they've talked about this whole time is that they want to stay in the top league and um, kind of make a push. And I think um, the team we have here is, has looked really good so far. So we're all excited to kind of embrace being one of the underdogs in the league and, and seeing what we can do. Um, and personally, I think just just keep developing and, and kind of be looked upon as, as a guy that can contribute um, in both ends and um, – and just have a, I mean, have a good year and also enjoy living in another country. It's, it's an unbelievable experience playing over here and, and the hockey has been so fun. So um, it's just been exciting to kind of get going and I uh, can't wait for, for the season to start in a few weeks here. Well, Chris, that's awesome. And thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks, Lucas. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. okay. Just like that, we're on 43 episodes. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened and sponsors. If you want to collaborate with me, just hit me up. My business email will be in the description of this episode. Thanks so much. Enjoy.